0: Hello, this is Maurice Harker. What you're about to listen to is a clip from my Spiritual Psychology Masterclass. This is an online webinar classroom where you learn to harvest vital, life-changing psychological concepts from the words of the prophets. Enjoy what you listen to, and I'll check in with you again when you're done. Now, when I read this phrase, consider your ways, I remember feeling these words more than hearing them because there was some version of this phrase that my father would use. And the more I thought about it, it actually wasn't a phrase. It was a facial expression. It was a consider your ways, son. (laughs) Do do you really want to do that right now? Do you really want to go there right now? Is that how you want to, is that where you want to go? And I'm all, so he had a very um, fascinating way of saying, son, consider your ways. without having to say anything. So I invite everyone. Uh this is a wonderful nudge back towards the dpar. I also met with a young man, a young adult man yesterday who he calls it, he calls it scrupulosity. Someone in for, introduced him to a word scrupulosity and he's a return missionary and he's uh, striving to uh keep from completely crashing and burning after his mission, which is not a severely uncommon thing. He um he forgot to include Satan in and torment in the concept of scrupulosity. And he we talked about budgeting his time so that the reflection part of his daily psychological workout was one-fourth or less. Because he was stuck in reflection and he wasn't going into discovery. He wasn't going into planning. So his actions were just reactions from his... Um, agony, his torment. So, we'd go from doing something to... Uh, but he wasn't proactively considering his ways. He was just being tormented and then doing life again and then torment and doing life again. So, as I walked him through and I was sad because this 21, 22 year old, I showed him the um, D-PAR circle from the um, from the handbook and I only showed him the, the image of it. And after reviewing it for 15 minutes, I says, and guess where this came from? And he's all, you! And I'm all, no. No, this did not come from me. This came from your prophet. And he's all, oh. Alrighty. Holiness is making the choice that will keep the Holy Ghost as your guide. Making the choices. Hol- holiness is setting aside our natural tendency to become a saint and becoming the saints through the atonement of Christ. Our hope for holiness is centered in Christ, in his mercy and his grace this theme is one of those things like, and, and this one's a tough one for me, because I've tasted the sensation of holiness, but uh, it's still like on the edge of my familiarity. I don't think of myself as a holy person, but this gives me a, something to strive for. But it's one of those things you can put in a, in a word on a three by five card above a doorknob by the refrigerator handle on your dashboard, I encourage you, um, not necessarily specifically with um, this word holiness, but as you find attributes for your identity statement, for your character, for this next 1% of your development, just a single word, it doesn't have to be a long quote, it can be a single word and you just put it where you'll run into it over and over again, and then, when I studied some of the Eastern psychology stuff through um, Deepak Chopra, he introduced me to the Asian-Indian concept of don't force it, don't force it, just swim in it, just let it be in your space, just swirl in it, just swish it around, and as you give it that kind of attention, it will pull into your, your body, your system, and you will become more like it. Anyone else have a way, um, when they find a feature, a characteristic like holiness, or merciful or kindness that you use to bring it into your identity and your character as opposed to just having it be one of those things that maybe I'll get there someday? Do you have a method, a technique, a ritual? You know, I was just thinking about this picture right here. Um, Not specifically this picture, but pictures can do the same thing. I keep a picture of Christ and Peter. When he started, jumped out of the boat and was walking on the water and started sinking. And it's not the phrase they use in the scriptures, but it's the phrase I hear in my head with Christ saying, well, well don't sink now. Don't, don't sink now. Okay, come on. You know, you're already being a part of miracles by walking on the water mm. in the first place. So don't panic. Don't sink now. So a picture with a phrase like that is a very good thing for your light switches your bathroom mirror, your refrigerator handle, your steering wheel in your car. Just pick something that has an impact on you and pulls you in that direction. So sometimes it's not just words. Sometimes it's a picture with words. Sometimes it's a It's a, a certain type of music. We might as well use our understanding of psychology to help us spiritually and our understanding of spirituality to help us psychologically. Think of something in our lives that might be like the work of rebuilding the temple that has been destroyed. This is when they refer to the Provo Temple. How does the Lord rebuild us after tragedy and adversity? I met with one of our clinicians earlier today who's been watching the dynamics and... Sometimes I need someone from the outside and it's nice for me to acquire a little more empathy and compassion for others because sometimes you just need someone outside of you to say, by the way, did you know that what you've been through is actually hard? And I'm all, really like, yeah, like that's actually, it's, it's, it's hard to go through that. Really? So I find that when I work with um, some of my clients, one of the most, therapeutic slash coaching slash friendly things I can do is just say, by the way, did you know that you're in a hard situation right now? And they're like, I am? No, yeah. And did you know that you're doing an actually a pretty good job of getting through it? Like, it's actually hard to do what you're doing. And they're like, it is? Yeah, <laughs> it is. So let let yourself be tired. Let yourself be a little strained so that it doesn't feel like you're being, I'm just being an unhealthy whiner. Well, I haven't heard you whine yet, and everything that comes out of your mouth is, what can I do better, what can I do more? So I'm not hearing any whining. I'm also eternally grateful for the concept of the being born again and rebuilding. It gives me peace that if I crash, if I fall apart, if I run out of gas and slide onto the side of the road, and if anything like that, it's like, I don't, need to, I don't need to feel like this is a new trajectory. Like My life is going that way now. It's now going to go in that direction. I don't have to feel like this is a permanent condition. The concept of being born again. Hello, Maurice Harker here again. You've just finished listening to a clip from the Spiritual Psychology Masterclass where you learn to harvest vital life-changing psychological concepts from the words of the prophets. Please continue listening to the other podcast episodes where you will have access to many, many more principles. But when you're ready for a big, thick chunk of this educational material, please uh, follow the link that's attached to the text connected to this podcast and you will be given instructions on how to register for the class where you can spend an hour each week sitting with me and learning how to harvest psychology from the words of the prophets. I look forward to seeing you then.